for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome back to the Hoedown Showdown. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and that was Feels Like Yesterday by our featured guest, Nicole Ray. How's it going today? Great. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Thank you for uh, joining us. You know, it's uh, it's always really cool to kind of see how these random Instagram encounters kind of play out. And, you know, have I've been having a lot of luck just kind of perusing and going down these deep, dark rabbit holes of Instagram. Been finding some really amazing talent, so... Well, glad you found me. And yes, there's so much talent out there these days, especially just scrolling through and how many independent artists there are. So lots of talent to be found. Yeah, especially in Ontario. I I, I don't know what y'all are doing there, but there's a <laughs> lot of like really talented country musicians that are just based out of Ontario right now. It's really amazing. I agree. We have lots of up and coming artists here. There must be uh, something in the water in Ontario. <laughs> right, right, right. So uh, you're based out of Ontario. You're from uh, from Ontario. What was it like growing up there for you? I've always loved it here. I feel like I always explain Ontario to people who have never been as like a little bit of everything in Canada, because of course, you know, in different parts of Canada, we got the mountains and you got more forests and you have more prairies. Um, but Ontario kind of has like a little bit of everything. So I've always loved growing up here because you just, you know, you get a little piece of all of nature. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've only been to Ontario once and I, I'm not going to say the full story because I've said it a few different <laughs> times on this show. But uh, when I was young, my dad worked in Detroit and he was like, let's go to Canada. So we went to Windsor for lunch. <laughs> that was my big Canada trip. <laughs> Lovely. Well, you have to come back and see some more sites other right. than just <laughs> right right uh so growing up in ontario for you uh who who was kind of like the influence for music for you was it something through the family or who kind of introduced you to music oh my gosh it's funny because nobody in my family is musical like not a single person sings or plays an instrument although my dad was trying very hard to learn guitar for a while <laughs> right. um but uh it, for me i just Apparently it's always been in me. Like my mom always jokes that I used to kind of like make up these songs when I was a little baby and a kid before I was even talking, apparently <laughs> music was always on the brain. And for me, I, I got a lot of influence to pursue music through school. Um, I like joined the choir and was in all the school musicals and stuff like that. I was always that nerdy kid doing all the, the musical stuff. And and always that kid like listening to my Walkman in the back of the classroom and, and listening to artists like Shania Twain and Kelly Clarkson and all these powerful voices that really inspired me to go after it. Nice, nice. I feel like school is one of those underrated places that like influences kids with music a lot, whether it's going through like the school programs, whether it's choir, band, you know, whatever it is, or just kind of hanging around kids that have different tastes in music school is kind of like one of those underrated places and it's really cool absolutely I totally agree I mean a lot of artists that I know you know sort of found their passion through their family which is mm -hmm. really cool 
able to have a musical family as well. But yeah, it was always school for me. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, so what was kind of the light switch, like going through school and whatnot? What was kind of that light switch where it was like, hey, this is something I'm good at, or this is something that I enjoy. Let's see what we can do with this. Well, I always felt really at home on the stage. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, I'm a pretty outgoing person in life, but on the stage is where I've always felt like I sort of come to life. And really, that's my true personality is when I'm on the stage. And so, yeah, all through high school, I did choir and musicals. And then um, after I graduated, I decided to go off to university for a year. Um, but kind of procrastinated my homework. <laughs> um, I lived in a, a interesting dorm situation. It was actually a hotel that they rented out to students. And I was like that girl on the floor that was always singing and people would come over and like hang out with me or come for like a little concert in my room. And after that, I was like, you know what? I think if I want to do this, I have to just go for it now and pursue this full time. Yes. So I dropped out of school. Sorry, mom and dad, but they've always been really supportive. And uh, and then just kind of headed down the path of the music industry. Yeah, I, You know, and even though it was kind of, I'm sure it wasn't an easy decision to drop out of school. Sometimes when you know where you want to go and you realize, hey, school's really not going to get me to where I want to go as a musician. Sometimes you just got to make that tough decision because you can always go back to school. Right. right? That was always my thought too. I'm like, yeah. well, school's not going anywhere. So right. if this doesn't pan out, I'll just head back to school. But yeah. I am 12 years later. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it was like when I went through school and all that stuff, there was always like older, I'm not going to say old people. There was older <laughs> people that yes. were kind of going through the school process because it was like, oh, had kids young and now my kids are kind of on their own so I can do my thing now. And so it like school is just kind of always there. And okay. yeah to find your path however that m might go and I think for me it, it just felt like it was right to to leave school and pursue music for sure for sure so um leaving school pursuing music what was kind of the initial thought when you kind of started working on your own music who did you want to be were you like toying with a couple of different ideas what was kind of the original thought so I've always loved all genres of music. So starting out originally, it was really hard for me because I was like, where do I go? Like, what what genre am I supposed to be in? I, I'd never really like let anybody professional listen to my music before or like take a look at the songs I'd written. So it was, I was kind of confused about where to go. And uh, I ended up connecting with a studio in Toronto called Cherry Beach Sound and the owner there kind of took me under his wing and introduced me to some wonderful people, a producer and a songwriter who kind of helped me craft, better craft my songs, yeah. I should say. And uh, from my songwriting, they really felt like country was the place for me. And so I started obviously going down the, the path of country music, but I still love all the other genres. So I feel like I'm just, I always have like a toe in pop and rock as well. And, mm -hmm. and have a lot of influences from, from other genres in my music always. For sure. For sure. You know, it's especially this day and age where people grew up with 
in a family of divided musical tastes, you know, like mom was really into country, but dad was really into rock and roll, you know, so like these yeah. divided tastes are, are just so common right now. And, uh, you know, just kind of the fact that, yes, you're a country musician, but you still have that rock flair, a little bit of a rock flair to you. It's, it's really cool. Um, and, you know, just kind of making that decision where you, you were listening, you'd mentioned you were listening to like Shania Twain, Kelly Clarkson at that point. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess thinking about it now, that all makes sense. Cause it's right? like, oh, I yeah. think that adds up for all those genres. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so then from there, it was just performing, writing music, recording, or like when you kind of settled in, what was the uh, plan of attack from there? Yeah, so I worked at this studio for a while um, on a record, my first record, um, an EP called Only Everything, which came out, oh my gosh, in 2012, I believe. <laughs> Where has the time gone? Right. <laughs> um, and after that, it was just, yeah, about sort of meeting people in the industry and, and getting out there and, and performing and sort of getting my feet wet. And um, I attended my first Canadian Country Music Week, which, oh my gosh, is this week uh coming up and this is like my 12th ccma mm -hmm. week i believe um but yeah i went and i networked and met people and i met a radio tracker anya wilson who also kind of took me under her wing and was a little bit of a music mentor yes. for me um and helped me promote the first ep and then oh my gosh it's been a wild journey since then i uh i this year actually in february i put out my fourth record so nice. <laughs> there's been a lot since then <laughs> yeah for you know and that, that when we first started talking so uh your newest single dirty was what grabbed my attention that i think you were promoting it when we first started um connecting because you released it in mid-july and we started talking about it a few weeks after that so you're promoting dirty and i listened to it and i i obviously i enjoyed it because then i reached out to you to try and get set, something set up and then i was kind of going through the rest of your music and like when i'm gonna interview somebody that has an extensive catalog has an established catalog i always kind of like going through like like the years and just kind of <laughs> listening to listening to the progression of music and just from 2012 2013 whatever the first release was to now you you stay true to yourself but that growth is just absolutely amazing thank you and i think i mean that's so important for any artist i think to to grow and develop and hopefully write better songs over time but it is crazy even listening back to my own catalog. Like sometimes I can't even listen to the first EP because I'm like, now's music compared to that is a whole other world. But staying true to myself is something that's always been really important to me. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to make music that says something I want to say. And I've never wanted to just have a song for the sake of having a song that I don't you know, relate to or isn't saying something that's important to me. For sure, for sure. So we're going to play Dirty here in a few minutes. What's the uh, story behind this song? Oh, my gosh. So this was a really fun write. Um, earlier this year, I sat down with uh, actually the producer of the track as well, Doug Romano, and a writer out of Nashville, but a Canadian guy, Ryan Sorstad. And I was telling them that um, with the new music that I want to put out, I, I want to go in a bit more of a rock bluesy mm -hmm. side of country. And I just wanted to have 
fun with the writing that we were doing. And so um, Doug came out with the title Dirty and immediately I was like, yes, this is going to be fun. I'm on board. And we talked so much about how it's so ironic that like when we're going out for a night on the town, we clean up, mm-hmm. but just to go home and get dirty. And so that was sort of the initial line for the song. And, and it went from there. And I've just had a blast playing this one because it's so much fun. And, and especially during festival season, it's it's great to have a track that people can dance to and, you know, get dirty to. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. That's oh. How or so when uh, you decided you were going to record Dirty, had you played it prior to actually recording it, or did you just record it and then release it? No, I actually played it at. Uh, there's a venue in Oakville, Ontario, that I play a lot. I've been playing there for like ten years, and I yeah. I host around there, and um, it's called the Moonshine Cafe, and it's kind of like the Bluebird. Uh, cafe of Ontario and I always play stuff there before I record it because it's like a safe space and it's nice to play the track and get people's opinions before so I played it there and everybody was like yes we're on board you have to record this so then like right after I went into the studio and we did that one awesome awesome it's it's such a good song and I can't wait for for people to hear it. We're going to play it here in a second. I promise I'm not just waffling, but you know, I'm really excited for people to hear this, uh, for people that want to check out the rest of your music shows, keep up with you on social media, all that fun stuff. Where's the best place to find you. So you can check out my website, which is Nicole Ray, Ray spelled R-A-Y-Y.com. I'm also on all the socials at Nicole Ray with two Y's music. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Thank you so much for joining us, Nicole Ray. Really appreciate you taking the time. Before we leave, though, I do want to do one little quick thing. For all the young musicians sitting out there, what is one piece of advice you have for the young musicians out there? Oh, believe in yourself. It's so important. And, And trust your gut. I mean, I know early days when you're young and when I was young starting out, it's hard to not be swayed by what other people think you should do and and say as an artist, but really just believe in yourself and trust your gut and say what you want to say and enjoy. It's, it's, it's hard when your hobby is also your career, but enjoy it because it's an incredible ride. A hundred percent agreed. A hundred percent agreed. Nicole Ray, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute blast. Thank you, everybody, for staying with us. We're going to play one last song here by Nicole Ray called Dirty, and we'll be right back after this.